Welcome back to Becoming Bedrock. My name is Adrian Del Monte. I am so, so grateful that you are here with me today. Today, we are looking at pillar number three in how to become bedrock, attach massive significance. What we are talking about is how do you make these daily disciplines, these rocks, stick permanently? I mean, we laid them out. We laid out six in our last episode. I'm going to actually go through them again today, but instead of just listing them this time, I'm going to attach massive significance to them. When you can do this, you become a man who is more consistent, more disciplined, more intentional, and more permanent. Okay, why would we do this? Why would we attach massive significance to our daily disciplines? Well, it's because if we don't attach massive significance... They don't typically last. You know, I bet you can relate. I mean, this happens to me, right? I, I commit to some big goal. I get a plan. I, I write a program. I, I get a membership at the gym. I, I purchase a subscription or, or a coach. And the thing that I'm committed to is going great for a while. You know, it might even be like I join an accountability group to read my Bible every day. That might be something that's important. Or... Um, uh, spend time with my kids every day. I tell a friend like, hey, hold me accountable for this, right? And it's going great for a while. And then we fall off the wagon. Maybe life gets busy. Uh, you don't see the results you want right away. Something happens that hijacks the progress and you get down on yourself. And, and, and it's frustrating. So you pick yourself back up, you, you get back in the habit and then you fall back off again. And what I see a lot of guys do at this point is they do the double down, right? I call it the double down. You, you double down on the intensity of, of how loudly you say this time it's going to stick. It reminds me of this episode in the office when Michael Scott uh, is going bankrupt and he says, I declare bankruptcy. And, and they say, well, you can't just declare, you can't just say something and it'll happen. And he says, no, no, I declared it. And of course, it doesn't matter right? These big, bold commitments. It's like, this is the last time. Like This time it'll be different. They don't last. You know, they, they just don't stick. And I'll tell you why. There's two reasons. The first reason is we probably bit off more than we could chew. I'm going to explore the idea of having a well-built plan of committing to consistently good over occasional greatness. That's going to be pillar episode number four. So make sure you give that a listen. But I think there's an even bigger reason why our daily disciplines, our, our rocks, don't stick? And I think the answer is that it doesn't mean enough. You know, pure and simple, the cost of staying where you are is still less than the cost of change. It, it doesn't matter. I mean, I mean, think about this. If a doctor said to you, look, man, if you don't talk to your wife for 15 minutes a day, for the next 365 days, or if you don't go to the gym and exercise every day for the next 365 days, you are going to die. And I can say that with 100% certainty, then you would do those things, right? If the stakes were that high, you would do those things. So I want to ask you a question that that might help as you, you sort of think about like, does this thing mean something to me? Does it matter enough? And here's that question. What is at stake if you don't stick to the habit? Or what is at stake if if this daily discipline doesn't become permanent? 
you know? And, and I, think, I think this is an important question to ask ourselves. When I think about my six daily disciplines, I try to attach massive significance. I don't mean like, you know, it'd be nice to do it. Exercise feels good. Those are good things. I mean, what is at stake if I don't do these things? So let me talk you through our six daily disciplines and we'll ask for each one, what's at stake if we don't make it stick? Habit number, sorry, uh, discipline number one, start at night. What is at stake if I don't start at night? Number one, my mental health. I will be less rested. I will be more cranky the next day. Number two, my connection with my kids. If I just let them go to bed and then I say like, night guys, and, and I don't you know, intentionally go into the rooms and read with them or pray with them, my connection with my kids is at stake. And then I'm going to be real honest, guys. If you don't have some kind of plans in that last 30 to 60 minutes, your sex life is probably at stake. Let's just be real honest. And, and that comes, you know, that's both a physical thing, but also an emotional intimacy that you are giving up if you don't have a decent plan in the evening. Okay, discipline number two. What's at stake if I don't own the morning? Number one, I don't know who said this, Bajus Koulian or, or Craig Ballantyne, one of those guys said, if you don't pass the alarm clock test, if you don't wake up when you said, your integrity is at stake. That always landed hard for me. Like, am I a man of my word or not? If I, if I can't respond to a, 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 an alarm that wakes me up, my integrity is at stake. I also believe that the morning routine, my, my legacy is at stake. If I don't empty the dishwasher and prepare the home for my family before they come down, the way they're going to remember me will be different than if I offer those tangible acts of service. I am so attached, you know, and, and call it vain or egotistical or whatever, I am attached to the fact that that if I empty the dishwasher um, and I even put it up on Instagram, that matters. Like people see that. That's my legacy. And so that really matters. So I don't miss it. I empty it every single day. What else is at stake? If I don't wake up early and read my Bible or do my devotionals, when my kids ask a big faith question, I might not have the answers. Okay, what is at stake if, if we don't read 10 pages a day? Reading 10 pages a day is discipline number three. Well, I don't grow. I just stay where I am. You know, I do what everyone else is doing. My dad always says, you can't soar with the eagles if you want to run with the turkeys. And I believe that eagles read. They surround themselves by experts, by paperback mentors who can raise them up. Very simple example. You know, I was struggling with self-worth years ago. Was attaching too much of my significance to um, just accomplishments and work. And I read a book by Henry Nouwen called Life of the Beloved, and it totally changed how I saw myself. And so if I didn't commit to those 10 pages a day, what's at stake? My, my value, <laughs> like my inner value. What could be higher than that? Okay, discipline number four. What is at stake if I don't train hard in the gym or walk? Um, I, you know, I alternate between lifting and walking. Number one, my self-esteem, my self-worth, my mental health. And the big one, what's at stake? I don't have enough energy for my kids. You guys know when you are treating your body well and you're hammering lifts out in the gym, you have more energy for your family. Um, habit number uh, five, what is at stake if I don't measure and track? If I don't keep close watch on, on my weight and what I put into my body? This is a huge one. If, if I could actually pick just one daily discipline that I would really say like the stakes are the highest it's your nutrition uh, because not only is your physical health at stake 
but your emotional regulation is at stake. If if you look, lock in on your nutrition and really take that seriously, you will be the most emotionally regulated human in the world and your family will benefit. Okay, discipline number six, our last one. What is at stake if I don't spend 15 minutes a day filling the emotional bank account of my family? Well, number one, I think is practical. The house just isn't as fun, right? There's like a resentment that the kids are there. A resentment that, you know, you and your wife are in a a bit of a fight again. You know, there's, there's just this feeling of like, life's not so enjoyable. And so what is at stake if I don't commit to those 15 minutes a day? I, I think, you know, the quality of my life, the divorce rate spikes when, when kids leave the home at 18. And so if I'm not consistent in filling their tanks, when they leave, they're gone. And when they leave, my wife and I aren't attached. And so I think the stakes are very, very, very high. So if you have had trouble sticking to your daily disciplines, I'm using fear (laughs) and I'm asking this question, what is at stake if you fall off the wagon? Just want to end with a very quick story and then we'll wrap this one up. I have a one-on-one coaching client and, um, you know, when we started together, he was, he was really low mental health, uh, just his, his perception of, of himself and, um, you know, he's nervous to even go back to the gym, just how uh, afraid of, you know, people would look at him and just didn't feel confident. And then, you know, as we started making momentum, he lost his job, you know, he, so he's struggling with the coaching payments. And, you know, we were on the phone today, actually. And I was saying like, you know, maybe we can adjust the payment fee or, you know, the services delivered. And he said, dude, I am in. And what he said was on the first day of our of our sessions together, I had him paint a picture of himself. And, and I get really specific. He actually painted a picture of himself on the family dock um, their, their, at their cottage like 12 months from now. And he said, Adrian, that dock matters to me. Like he had internalized that the things we're doing now will get him to this idealized version of himself. And so he's going to get really attached to these daily habits because he's connected it to something that has huge significance in his life. Oh, I just love that. You know, I feel emotional even telling you guys that. Anyways, here's the consistency cure. Attach massive significance. But as I said, if there's a second reason we fall off the wagon, it's that we tried to do too much at once. And that is what we will explore in pillar episode number four of how to become bedrock. Consistently good beats occasionally great. You can uh, go to that episode right now. It's already available, um, and I hope you will enjoy. If you enjoyed this episode or any of the first three in our uh, Pillar episode series, please share it. would love if you could drop a review. Please let your friends know or tag me on Instagram at Man of Bedrock. I would just so appreciate in you getting the word out. Thank you for being here with me today. See you next time.